kind of funny thing has happened with me in the last week or a couple of weeks where I've found things that I forgot I had. And as it turns out, they're really awesome. Like what? Well, the thing from last week was I was going through um, some of my comic books and related nerd ephemery. And I found some ke- some sketchbooks nice. from artists that I forgot that I had. I found an original uh, pencil sketch from an artist of Sergeant Fury. Cool. And, you know, sad- sadly, all three of those artists are no longer living. So the, um, the two sketchbooks were signed by uh, Ernie Chan and Tony DiZaniga. And the uh, the Sergeant Fury sketch was from Dick Ayers, who was one of the early uh, artists on Sergeant Fury and the Howling Commandos, uh-huh. which is where Nick Fury comes from in the Marvel comics. Awesome. So I found those, and they're super rad. And then today, my dad actually came across a box of mine. That had a bunch of mouthpieces for saxophone and clarinet that were given to me like more than 20 years ago by one of my old band directors. Oh, whoa. Yeah. And so I played through the clarinet mouthpieces and one of them is like super great. That's awesome. Yeah. It's like one of the best mouthpieces I have. And I didn't even know that I had it. That's so awesome. Yeah. How often do you play clarinet? Not as often as I'd like. Um, you know, I probably probably only a couple of times a month, realistically. Which is cool. kind of a problem because I really should be practicing the clarinet and the saxophone for mat for that matter. Like mm-hmm. I should be play I should be practicing them like an hour a day. Mm-hmm. Which I, I what I should do is get up like an hour early and make sure that I practice before I go to work or or whatever. If I, if I set my alarm to get up for something before the actual responsibility that I have to be physically present at, I always, always snooze for like an hour. Like if it's like, Oh, I'm going to get up early so I can, um, I don't know, clean the floor or whatever i've never ever done that by the way uh (laughs) no like if like today i had some homework that i wanted to finish and um i knew that like it wasn't that big of a deal because i it's actually a really big project and it's taken me a while and i i knew i wouldn't be able to get it done but i i thought maybe i could just get a little bit more of it done you know before my class and um i set my alarm and i was like i'm gonna get up early and do it and my alarm rang and i was like uh, no. <laughs> I'm actually going to sleep for another hour. Yeah. I mean, I did end up doing some of the homework, but not as much as I should have. Yeah. I have... But I just... I'm really bad at waking up early. Yeah. No, I can relate to that. I have I have a similar life theory. The other, the other thing that's been happening to me is I've had a couple of days where I haven't had to get up and go do something. Yeah. And so I think, wow, I don't... I didn't even have to set my alarm today. And I can kind of sleep in till whenever, which for, mm-hmm. let's understand that for me, sleeping in means eight o'clock. Oh. 
Jeez. Like that's sleeping late for me. Yeah, for me, it's like ten. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. And so on these days that I've had where I could have theoretically slept in, I actually slept worse than I usually do. And so I was wide awake at like twenty after five. Oh my god. Yeah. No. Okay. What a well, waste. there there've definitely been times where I could sleep in and I would wake up at like eight and and feel like pretty refreshed, but still kind of like my eyes are tired. Like, you know how like I don't know how it is for you, but whenever I'm like really tired, my um like I you know, you feel like physically all exhausted, but sometimes I just feel like my eyes are really tired. And that can actually just be fixed by just getting up and like putting water on my face, then I feel better, you know, and I feel awake and actually refreshed. Well, there are days where I know I can sleep in longer. And if I wake up at eight, I'm like, oh, I'm not getting up. Why would I get up at 8 a.m. on a day I could sleep in? And then I'll sleep for another hour and wake up and just feel awful. Like you slept too much. Like you just feel like you overslept. And it's like your whole day is ruined because you don't have the natural energy that you had when you woke up an hour before. It just ruins everything. Now, do you have do you ever have the thing where you you are sleeping in or kind of just chillaxing in bed or whatever, and eventually you'd feel like you have to get up just because your back hurts from laying there so much? Yeah. 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 I hate that. I'm old now. Yeah. Ugh, I know. I hate that too. Do you ever pull a muscle just by like moving wrong in bed? <laughs> I've pulled I've pulled muscles in the morning like getting ready or getting whatever up. like I wake up perfectly fine start to get ready and then screw up my back or screw up my neck and then yeah. the entire day is just miserable. Yeah. Yeah. I pulled a muscle once sneezing in bed. Oh god. Yeah, and I pulled a muscle once um turning my neck to get my alarm. My neck I pulled my neck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's not mm. good. I was like, oh, my Ow. God, this did not happen 10 years pain, ago. Pains in the neck are literally and metaphorically pains in the neck. Yeah, they are. And they are undesirable. It's so true. Man. Which made me so... think, makes me think about our, our topic tonight. We'll get to it more specifically in a little bit. But the episode of Murder, She Wrote, where Jessica's bedridden. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't wait back. to talk about that one. And she's, she's laying in, like, the worst position possible. And <laughs> I wouldn't last five minutes. I know. They are much less five days. I know. Oh, my God. Oh, that episode is so good. Um, I do want to say, though, before we get into it, um, did you know, Jim, that today's a special day? Yes. What? What's tell me special? What's, you tell me what's special about it. It's our 50th birthday. Yes, it is. It's episode 50. What, what? Five, zero. Hell yeah. Almost old enough to date Jessica Fletcher if we were the young man. <laughs> I think she wouldn't want to date a 50-year-old. <laughs> no. Dude, I, you know, we've re- we've made it through 50 episodes yeah. without ever putting up an explicit tag. <laughs> well, we should have a couple of times, but we just didn't. Yeah, it's all right. We only, <laughs> we only do it every, every so often it slips out. I don't think we've ever majorly sworn on this show. Uh, Did we in that one episode? There was there, a, there was an f bomb slip once or twice. One, I yeah. know one for sure. Yeah, okay. yeah. But for the most, I w- I would say that for the most part we are PG thirteen, if not better. Yeah, 
I would say so. The F-bomb is like a little Easter egg. Go find it. Right. People yeah. of the nerd novice fandom. Kids, find the F-bomb and then tell your parents. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's, how that, that's how that works. I like that. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, yeah, it's 50 episodes. I know. And, it's pretty uh, awesome. Yes, it has taken us um, year a little bit months. better than a year and a half. <laughs> To get to 50 episodes, but that's for okay. For a while there, we were doing really good. Like, for the first year, we got a lot of episodes in to the point where it was like, that's a good average for 52 weeks of a year. That's a good average. I, I don't know what it was, like maybe 30. I feel like we've only done like 20 more episodes than that. this year. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we we were doing good, and I think we're a little behind. We need to catch up. Yes, we do. We well, can't go through like 104 days and only have like <laughs> 70 episodes. Right. Right. Well, in fairness, there are two I wouldn't I wouldn't call them lost episodes because they were episodes technically the episodes were never recorded or never made. Oh. But there's yeah. been twice two times now where you and I have set aside time to record the show. And we have talked the entire time. Because we were too angsty. Yeah, we were too angsty and we were being chatty about life stuff and uh, our diabolical plans. Uh Uh-huh. Which if you guys knew, like, how into our diabolical plans are and what the future may hold. Oh, man. Hint, hint. Dude. Yeah. Shit's going to hit the fan, guys. Yes. We're really excited about it, and we talk about it, and that has happened, and I feel like it's happened more than two times, where we were like, okay. Like, because sometimes, like, we often record at around 9 o'clock at night, and so the problem is when we when we meet online at 9 and we start talking about, like, you know, businessy things that need to get discussed, it ends official up... Official nerd novice business. Yeah, like, official business, important things. Which, then by the way, up, we're, we are grossly overdue for our official business meeting. We are. Yeah. Those meetings are highly desirable. <laughs> um, no, but we we talk so long that it ends up being 10 by the time we're ready to record, and then we're too tired because we're old people. Right. Right. Exactly. We're like, okay, we need to go to bed. Or I already drank three beers while we were talking. I don't think I could actually have a good episode. Right. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's not happening to, today by God. Nope. Today we're 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 doing the show. And in fact, we we were chatting for a while and Megan was like, "All right, let's record the show because I'm starting to get tired." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Raining us in. Yeah. So, uh yes, we are here. 50 50 episodes old and we're talking about Murder, She Wrote, once again, the great uh, mystery vehicle for Angela Lansbury. Yeah. And, uh, you know, right off the top, I would say, um, you know, maybe we've got one more, one more episode in us. Oh After yeah, this one. I was almost thinking that this would be the last one. But well, we could we could wrap it up on this one. Yeah. What do you What do you think? I th- I think we should. Okay. That's because we we we've recorded less this summer than we intended to, so we need to move on. I yeah. Think. Yeah, I think that's a 
That's probably a good point. I have some ideas. I'm gonna I'm gonna Skype message them to you so they can be secret <laughs> until we say them out loud. Secret. Back channel. Back in channel. Channel in your back. Back channel. All right. So keep talking while I message you. Okay. So as, as I sang that, I'm reminded of my musical theory for instant theme songs that you can make up for anything. Oh. Okay. Okay. All it, all it takes is two words. Okay. And so you sing those two two words. This is exciting. And you come up with a little phrase that simply reverses them. Okay? <laughs> Sorry, I just totally laughed in the So, microphone. you know, we were talking earlier about the clarinet mouthpiece that I found. Uh-huh. And if you wanted a theme song about clarinet mouthpieces, it could just be something like, Clarinet mouthpieces, pieces for your mouth. <laughs> I was just going to say, clarinet mouthpieces, piecing it up with the mouthpiece of a clarinet. Yeah. See, can you, you add, can you add conjunctions and stuff? I've like, never, you... I've never done it, but I'm not going to stop anybody who can. Okay. I feel like, like I, you know, piecing it up, like that's, that's, that's clever. That's funny. Or like, um, I'm looking at a, a box of lens cleaning wipes at my desk here. And so the theme song for those can just be lens wipes, wiping your lens. (laughs) You know, I mean, these these songs are are usually, you know, kind of funky a little bit, a little soulful. Um, Oh, my God. You know, with a little bit of preparation, you could probably mix up the genre a little bit. Yeah. Maybe we could get our friend Luca to uh, do like a little bossa. Yeah. Oh, my God. Bossa version. Oh my god. Do you remember when you told me that I would be really good at writing 1970s disco horn uh arrangements? Mhm. Yeah. You yeah. That yeah. stuck with me. Yep. I should travel back in time. Yeah. Yeah, cuz I tend to do things like writing for the horns, writing horn pieces. Yeah. Yeah, see there you go. See, it's it's disco and you could also I think cross over into like the April, the uh 1980s corporate motivational videos. Oh yeah, that's my jam. Yeah, because because I feel like every time I every time I come up with a theme song, it's always like it got like that kind of music in the background, where, and the the video camera like pans out, and it look you smile at the camera, and you're like, "Hey, <laughs> mouthpieces for your mouth, ching!" And you do like a thumbs up smile. Free stream high fives. Mm-hmm. What it's mm-hmm. all about. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all for, about. For... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you just said that really funny. For for my fives. <laughs> for for five. I thought my diction was okay. <laughs> it was that's that's funky. Skype over there. You got to check your for your, your Wi Fi. It's not like for for my fives. That's good. Oh, I'm getting giggly. All right. Oh shoot. <laughs> Okay. All right. So did, get, did, did I vamp long message? enough? You didn't, didn't get my secret message. I, I sent you. I didn't get your secret message. I sent oh, you wait, one secret message. <gasps> wait, wait, right? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Yes. Except, okay, wait. More secret messages. Hold on, nerd novice. Okay. <laughs> Hi. Thank you for turning in for a very special episode of Nerd Novice. This week, Megan and Jim will type at each other 
you can listen in. <laughs> we should have planned this beforehand, but we were too busy chatting about our rage factors. But, you know, uh, dip doop a doo nerd novice, yeah, yeah. It's the most compelling radio there is, folks. I'm going to type cool with a K-E-W-L. Yeah, we got that going on. Mm-hmm. That's, okay. that's my jam right there. Oh, cool. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's cool. Awesome. Um, so we will reveal the secret conversation later at the end of this episode. Hold on until the very last bit, just like they do on the news where like yeah. it'll be like, secret story coming up at 10, and then it happens at like 10.45, and you've been sitting through it for a whole hour, and you're like, what? Exactly. Exactly. And it turns out it's just about a dog that ate an ice cream cone at the county fair. <laughs> and you're like, come on, really? <laughs> this dog was at the fair. You won't believe what happened next. <laughs> <laughs> After yeah. this break, yeah. If if only we could make uh, twenty twenty click twenty page slideshows of our audio oh, podcast. Man. I'll tell you oh, what. Okay, we add in between every five. Here, here's here's the business idea that would ruin podcasting forever. Okay. Um, <laughs> your episode is divided into twenty different segments. Yeah. And you can't just, like, stream it on a device like a normal human being. Mm-hmm. You have to listen to it on a web page. Yeah, it's like Hulu, yeah. the podcast. And so you get it in, like, three-minute, four-minute chunks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then every time it leaves, it's, like, coming up yeah. next. It's like or those like, BuzzFeed slide- slideshows. Yeah, and like, the first chunk is always taken up by a previously on Nerd Novice, and then it goes through the, the recap, and then it does the theme song, and then it goes to commercial break. Right. So you don't hear anything new content-wise until after the first commercial break. I hate that. <laughs> oh, man. So speaking of nerd novice, we should probably nerd it up Speaking a of bit. New, new content. Yeah. Speaking, yeah. Speaking, of, speaking of a waste of 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's only 19 minutes and 26 seconds. Come right, on. Fine, it's okay. Right. Yeah. There, people are getting what they paid for. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um. So let's talk about uh, – well, this is going to be officially our last episode on Murder, She Wrote, which – oh, oh, man. By the way, um, I got a secret message on Twitter from John G. about Murder, She Wrote, and I have to tell you this tweet. It is hilarious. Do you remember in our last episode how we were talking about um how Jessica Fletcher is like an Asgardian time lord? Mm-hmm. Um, and Solid we were just, theory. yeah, or like she was like, you know, like a who, one of the doctor who doc anyway. Um, so he sent me this tweets and somebody else came up and he said, by the way, um, oh crap. No, I can't find it. Hold on. Um, oh crap. Oh, oh murder. She wrote is the summer 2014 zeitgeist. By the way, uh, that's what he said. Because this person on Twitter, who I think is a writer for um, like a sci-fi show or something, she writes um, uh, sci-fi movies. She wrote, "Murder she wrote makes more sense if you imagine Cabot Cove is a hellmouth and Jessica is the guardian tasked to track escaped demons." So true, <laughs> dude. I feel Nailed like we've it. already said that. Yeah, yeah. 
Like we totally said that. I think so. That. Yeah. Except we don't have like thirteen thousand followers. Right. Dang it. Yep. But yeah, it's so true. So this is why um, I'm really, really glad that before we finished talking about it, we had an episode that took place in Cabot Cove. Um, just because I feel like you can't watch Murder She Wrote and not see Cabot Cove and Sheriff Amos, Sher- Sheriff uh, Amos Lee, because I, I have to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm glad I did, but I have to be honest with you. Sheriff Amos, Sheriff Amos, what is it, Tupperly or whatever? Tup, tup, yeah, I keep saying Lee. It's like Tupper, Tupper something. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Tom Bosley. He almost he almost ruins this show for me. Are you serious? You don't you don't find it like hilariously no, stupid? No, it's dumb. It's terrible. <laughs> it's not <Whoops>. okay. <laughs> I find it like really hilarious because especially okay, let's just, that one episode is an extreme version. That episode is a very good example of his character because like it's it's a little over the top than what it normally is because Jessica is stuck in bed the whole time so like she can't go around and like give him the eye and and like make him kind of like rein him in she kind of she always will like she'll like do like woman tricks to get him to understand <laughs> to like ask a certain question woman, tri- <laughs> woman tricks you know not like not like sexy woman tricks i mean i'm talking right. about like did you ever see My Big Fat Greek Wedding? Yes. Do you remember when they were having the conversation about getting the dad to come up with the idea on his own? And, like, they oh, have yeah. to get him to realize that it's his idea. And, like, the man is the head, but the woman is the neck. Right. That's what they said. <laughs> yeah. She does that to him all the time where she'll, like, get him to come up with an idea on his own, but it's really her idea. But she can't do that from bed. She's stuck. She can't walk around and see the scene and, you know, get him to ask the right people and all this stuff. So he's, like, even worse in that episode than he is in any other episode, I feel like. Well, I I take that as a good thing then. Yeah, because even the doctor was like, dude, you're an idiot. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's such a complete moron. I know. It's like, Jiminy Christmas, (laughs) you know, you could have Ted Bundy... John Wayne Gacy, uh, Dahmer, and Hannibal Lecter <laughs> in that city, and they'd all have breakfast together at the local diner, <laughs> and that sheriff would walk in and be like, hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> I know it couldn't be them. It was a burglary. Yeah, the one the one time where the doctor was like, this wasn't a burglary. And he's like, look, the window's broken. <laughs> he's like, the way the window was broken in, you can tell it was a burglary. They're like, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, he is so stupid. It is hilarious. It's awful. It, I, I, I'm surprised you find it, like, bad funny. Like, Oh, it was just so, like, it was, well, it was... It was cute for like ten minutes, and then yeah. I was like, "Really, this is." I I think the the problem with that episode too, and the episode that I'm specifically talking about because he's in it is um, crossed up. Yeah. So it's the middle one that that we watched. Yeah, I think it was um, episode thirteen. Yeah, and so 
the the first problem I had with that episode is not only not only him but Grady don't take Jessica seriously at all when she says she I know she picks up the phone and she heard this very strange conversation about a hit and they're yeah. like oh you're just imagining things you just don't feel good you know I know it just not that you don't have to suspend your disbelief with this show anyways but to me just the fact that like the fact that at this at this point she already has a pretty significant amount of experience yeah she helping has a good solve record. crimes yeah it's not like this is her first time at the rodeo yeah you know what i mean so yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm sure it's nothing to worry about. You're just imagining things. You know, here, I, know. I made you some tuna casserole. Yeah, oh my Which, God. by the Great. way, tuna casserole's good. Yeah, well, not when you have tuna everything for the well, past five days. Not. The way you feel about Sheriff Amos is the way I feel about Grady. He bugs the bleep out of me. Like, I hmm. can't stand that dude. He is so annoying. He's like, like, first of all, like... Okay, I just talked about how annoying he was for a good 10 seconds, but now I'm going to say, how is he still, like, a single bachelor weirdo dude? Like, I feel like he's, like, a pretty normal guy for for anybody that he hangs out with in all of the episodes. He's always hanging out with some chick in every episode. Like, what, what's the problem, dude? Lost it. Can't, you can't commit? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But anyway. There's something going on. He's I like, know. He either There's can't weird... pick up on the signals. Yeah. And he just doesn't I think that get might it. be it. He's just a doofus. Yeah. yeah, he's just a doofus. Well, and then and then at the end of that episode, Jessica like gets him a ticket on the same bus that that girl's going to be on and then she winks at him. Yeah. Like, Thanks for helping me get laid, Aunt Jessica, like. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, gross. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know, she might as well have just given him given him a stack of ones for the strip club. I know. And he still wouldn't have understood She's what She's like to do. always doing that kind of weird crap with him. Oh my god, they have such a weird relationship. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he annoys me, but um I think okay, here here's my question about that episode. Um do you think that which which scenario do you find to be more likely? The writers wanted to show how good of a crime solver Jessica Fletcher is so much so that she could actually solve a crime without leaving her room and they wanted to put that in an episode or how likely is it that Angela Lansbury actually had some sort of medical problem and needed to stay still and couldn't really work and then so they just wrote an episode around her being in bed. <laughs> <laughs> I I think you're probably right about the second thing. I mean, don't you think yeah. like maybe she just actually couldn't she like had some she sort had a of broken injury? ankle or something I mean, yeah who knows it would be i'm sure there's something out there on some murder she wrote blog that explains it yeah but that would that would absolutely be my guess i think that's hilarious i think it's so funny that they wrote an episode where she never moves the whole time like my favorite part though is how feisty she is because she's like she can't stand being like bored and just like sitting still I love that. I like that she's just like this old lady that has to do everything all the time. Although she's not that old. That's the thing. I always call her an old lady, but she's really like, 
I think she's supposed to be in like her 60s. Yeah, that's not old. That's not really an old lady. No, it's she's great because of her she's just so active. Yeah. Her mind, mind. is just always going. Yeah. And injury notwithstanding, she's physically active too. She wants to get out there, go yeah. do stuff. You know, the greatest thing that I could say about the character of Jessica Fletcher is she is somebody who just wants to experience life. Yeah. That's what I admire the most about her. I I really think it's cool how they I mean, I don't know how common it was, but I think it's cool that the main character of a show is an older woman because does that happen anymore? No, does it? I don't really think it does. I mean, I don't know of any shows that are like that. Most people are young and beautiful. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything on the air right now that has an older person lead, much less a female Yeah, older person lead. I can't think of anything either. Yeah, nothing's jumping to mind. Um, I'll tell you, one of the other things or, you know, probably the, the main thing that just annoyed the hell out of me about the sheriff... Did, mm-hmm. You know, not just the whole doofus thing was these terrible, terrible, horrible New England accents. Oh, dude, I don't even notice them. Ugh. I normally notice <sighs> accents. They're but so I... bad. Cause I noticed it because it was so bad. Who? 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 The well, brothers? Him. Well, oh, the sheriff. The, sher- the sheriff and the doctor. But especially the sheriff. I don't really notice it. Just a terrible, terrible fake accent. Which is a shame because uh, Tom Bosley, I mean, he was a fine character actor. Yeah. Did you ever see those, the Father Dowling mysteries? No. That was a good show. He he did that. He played a priest. And um, he'd like run around with this nun who was kind of hot. And uh, solve murders. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Was, was that before Murder, She Wrote? Uh, I think it was slightly after, maybe. Oh, okay. Or, so he or, finally learned. you know, contemporary with. So he finally learned how to solve a murder. He's an idiot. But I find it funny, not annoying. Um. Um. Okay, so I wanted to bring up, too, in our episode, our last episode about Murder, She Wrote, a few things. One is that I watched a few episodes of Castle. Oh, okay. On TV, because I have TV now. Thoughts? I love Nathan Fillion. Okay. Um, the the I maybe saw two or three episodes, and they were all, like, sporadic, so no sort of plot ideas whatsoever, except for that him and the girl eventually get together. I That's the only thing I learned. Um... There was this one episode where um, it was like a high school murder and there was like – it looked like whoever killed the, the student had telekinesis mm-hmm. and um, it was really funny how much um, Castle like wanted it to be true. He, it was like <laughs> – he like so wanted it to be telekinesis. Um, and it's just, it's just Nathan Fillion in his best – he's like basically – he acts like he acts like the jokey parts of Captain Mal, you know, like, um, you know, just kind of like the witty part of him, you know, without being like so rebellious. But um, yeah, he I love him. He's so good. You, you've awesome. got to see the episode of Castle 
where they go to a sci-fi convention. Oh, my God. Because there's like a million and one in jokes. How do they do that? There's, there has to be a sci-fi convention where Firefly and nothing else exists. Yeah, pretty there's much. There's no Buffy. There's no, no Firefly. There's no... Right, right. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so funny. That's good. Um, no, I'm glad that you saw that. It's very good. Dude, I need to go on another tangent because I have to tell go this story. It. Go. It's a little embarrassing, but it's going to be totally anonymous because, to be honest, I don't even remember this dude's name. But, okay, so I'm on OkCupid, much to my dismay, and I'm probably going to delete it for the second time. I already deleted it once. It's really actually quite the funny um, view into humanity. Um, And I got this message from this guy because I I mentioned it asks you, like, what your favorite TV shows are, right? Mm -hmm. So I put some freaking good TV shows in there. And one of them was Firefly. And I got this guy that messaged me and he was like, he's like, oh, wow. And he was, he was typing in like total like text, text speak, you know, with like, like not complete words, like leaving Are out, you... leaving out things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, oh, um, you like Firefly? Did you know that they made a Firefly movie? And I was like. Oh my god, delete! Like, I, this guy, and he put like little stupid, like, anime face next to it and like a winky face. And I was wow. like, oh my, do I know they made a Firefly movie? I'm about to punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I think I actually blocked him just to be like extra, yeah. extra dismissive. Um, I like, I was like, seriously, <laughs> I didn't know this was like, speaking of serial of. killers. <laughs> Or maybe he's only like seventeen or something. No, he was older. Oh my told, god! Well, unless he lied, wow. but yeah, I was like, I can't believe, like, I gentlemen, you wouldn't say that. You know, I have to, I have to just put this out there. Not that I'm an an authority in any way, shape, or form when it comes to relationships, because God knows I'm not. Okay, but gentlemen. You gotta get your talking points on point. Okay? I know. <laughs> talking points on point. Did you know that there's a Firefly movie? <laughs> like, how how about it just wow. be like? How about just be like? So, what did you think of Serenity? Like, that's a way more intelligent question. Right. Exactly. And then, if I don't know what it is, I could be like, "Oh, what's that?" You know? Yeah. That's oh how God. you. That's you how know? you do that. Dude, anybody wow. who loves Firefly, it ended after a season and you practically bawled your eyes out and wanted more and felt like a little toddler demanding more, more, more. And you did anything you could to find any sort of pirated anything online and that's when you discover there's a movie. <laughs> like, wow. Unless you saw it, you know, when it came out. But anybody who doesn't know that who has seen the first season and only season of Firefly is sad, in my opinion. Sorry, dudes. You should have continued your quest. Yeah. Sidebar. Have you tried Tinder? Hell no. Is that... I I don't know. Can I get closer to the mic? Hell no. (laughs) Is that a creepy one? I I honestly don't know. It is totally a creepy one. I've heard the name Tinder and I knew it was like a dating thing. A dating app. Well, I don't want to say DPs. Okay. Yeah. 
Listen, Tinder is just like a yes or no thing. Oh, really? Yeah, uh. and you just see a photo. Ooh. And I think there's a few like questions. Like there might be like a few characters of like you can explain yourself a little bit, but it's mostly like hot or not. Oh, and then God. and then if you're if you're hot, you like I think that I think the trend with Tinder is that you get you get a text, you get to like basically you're like, "Oh, you're cool." And usually people exchange phone numbers right away, mm-hmm. and that's when they send pictures of things. Wow. And I don't want to see people's things. No. No. So I don't want to be on Tinder. Yeah. I don't. Because <laughs> I'm I really don't, actually terrified. I did not blame you in the slightest after no. hearing. That's that's the most detailed explanation I've ever gotten of Tinder. So Yeah, it's basically I don't blame like you. That's all I need. A to vehicle know. for yeah. picks. Hotornot.blogspot.com of... slash wienerpicks, <laughs> yeah. basically, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Uh, I Good wonder times. if that ever works for anybody. I can't imagine. Cannot imagine. Probably not. And hey, if if it does, then birds of a feather flock together. And it, it, yeah, yeah, they can definitely hang out with each other. That's fine. Totally fine. Uh, yeah. Anyway. I, I'm sorry I brought up that That's whole internet dating right. thing. That's fine. I just I had to talk about the. Did you know there was a Firefly movie? I just thought that was like, oh my god, I have like so many things to say. We're, to that person. we're looping our way through all the rat holes. Yeah. This cool. week, and that's totally cool. All right. So anyway, it's all good. So um, yeah, just to talk a little bit more about this this episode crossed up. Um. You know, other other than I didn't really like the sheriff. Um, it was a good episode. It was actually a very very good episode. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it wasn't I, as compelling as some of the other ones, honestly. No, maybe not. But it was fun to see the the whole local angle on things. Um, yeah. And it and it really, you know, for for whatever reason, the episode was created. It was really interesting to see Jessica uh, put in a scenario where she has to solve the crime from yeah. her from bed. Mm-hmm. And um, I like the part where uh, I guess it is. I guess she tells Grady right to go somewhere and like describe the crime scene yeah in detail she has him sketch it right she has right. him sketch it yeah. and she she's like you're my eyes and ears yeah it's hilarious um well, uh shoot i was gonna say something i totally forgot what it was anyway um i don't even remember what i was gonna say crap anyway keep going oh that's okay um <clears throat> So that part of it was pretty neat, and that that was a good, that was a clever way for them to um, help her along in, in solving the case. I mean, it's kind of logical. Like, you, it had to happen in some way like that, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. I remember what I was going to say. Go ahead. One of my one of my favorite things about it was when she got that um, I've fallen and I can't get up necklace. Oh right! (laughs) 
Yeah, that thing is the best. <laughs> I was like, holy crap. They did not just give her one of those. Yeah. Oh, and then it saved her life. That. I'll tell you what. <laughs> if if somebody was senile enough, you could show them that whole episode and they would think it's just an infomercial. Yeah. For a like life a- alert bracelet. <laughs> Dude, swear to God. Speaking of, I saw one of those commercials, and I seriously like got disturbed. There, I've seen that one. I've seen the one the, where the lady falls down the steps. Yeah, oof, with her laundry basket. That one's rough. That's rough, man. I did not like that commercial. It's, I don't it's like legitimately sad. It is because like, who has one of those things? That lady in real life would just die. Yeah. No, that lady, that lady and in the she's commercial, like moaning she's like, and crying. Oh my God, help me. You know, it's I know. like, it's too much. It's too much. It's like too detailed. Dude, that. I mean, it's almost as bad as those. Alzheimer's uh, commercials. Oh. For the, for the medicine. That. Yeah. I can't handle that crap. Yeah. Oh <laughs> it's my so, God. It's so funny you mentioned that commercial because I've totally seen that. And uh, there's. So I watched these, uh, I mentioned it last week, um, the show Leverage. Oh, yeah. I have that on my list on Netflix. Yeah, you mentioned that. So it, it airs on this uh, uh, TV network, Ion TV. Yeah. You know, it's like one of the, like, the low budget. Yeah, I was watching used, Monk on that today. Yeah, it used to. So Ion used to be PAX. Yeah. Um, and so it's like local market type. um. You know, it's a it's a national network that's aired by small stations, basically. Right. And then there's MeTV, which I know I've mentioned on the show before, mm-hmm. which is like one of those subcarrier channels that shows a bunch of old shows. And the whole thing with like both of those networks and other ones like them is yeah. um, their their ad sales are clearly skewed towards certain demographics. Right. Which are mostly like uh medical supplies and mm-hmm. you know it, i hate to say it like kind of like old people stuff mm-hmm. pretty for the most part yeah and there are some really sad pathetic commercials uh-huh like the one with the the i didn't like the 2014 version of i've fallen and i can't get up which is, is like yeah it's like a 30 yeah. second horror movie practically oh my god it, it, I, i'm yeah. thinking about it now it's terrible <laughs> You know what? It is terrifying. And I live, I mean, just because you're not old doesn't mean you can't fall down the stairs and get stuck. I live alone. Jeez. You want to know something? Honest to God, I'm not even making this up. Whenever I walk down the basement stairs, I always, always, always make sure I have my cell phone with me. Yeah. So that in case, and I've done that for years. That freaks me out. Like Like the last 10 years, I swear to God, I've always done that as make sure i have my phone with me in case i fall down the basement steps and nobody can hear me yeah i mean that 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 lady is like oh my god let's not talk about it it's freaky i'm gonna have a nightmare the alzheimer's ones make really sad too because there's always like the old man and the old lady and the man is the one that has alzheimer's and that just like really makes me sad anyway just because he's like this like probably veteran of war and like (laughs) Like he can, he can't even function, and his poor wife is trying to be happy and take care of him. Mm-hmm. I can't even handle it. Yeah, I can't even handle it. Yeah, it's terrible. Ugh. That stuff is sad. 
That's why I want to be Jessica Fletcher. Yeah. Because even when bedridden, she finds cool things to do. Right. Like solve crimes. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's pretty great. So yeah, it's a it's a good episode and the, the reveal at the end with the with the uh uh the the metal alert thing is just hilarious. It's perfect. Yeah. So funny. It's the best ending ever. That um, that you're right though. It is giant. It's a giant infomercial. Yeah. Yeah. It is. <laughs> and uh I'll tell you an, another observation I think I think they used them in this episode, but I know it, at least in some of the others Maybe it was actually not this one. No, it wasn't in this one. But something I noticed in a couple of the other episodes I watched was, uh, you know, even this, even though the show is basically like, you know, mid 80s, there are several instances of people using car phones. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, because, well, there was one. I remember one where he had a cell phone. Somebody had a somebody had a mobile phone and it right. was like, yeah, huge. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, funny. so that was uh wasn't that in the um that was in the white rose one? Yeah. They yeah. were like in a limo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how's how about that one where they're running from the KGB? Yeah, I like that episode a lot because it's there that was an wasn't attempt that, I think that, to that was what that was, yeah. Yeah, it was I think it was an attempt to make it like a more serious episode. Yeah. Um because you're dealing with the whole, uh, you know, communism thing, and well, well it wasn't the KGB. It was um, oh, it was Germany. The, it was the East German. East Germany, yeah. Uh, yeah, it wasn't police. But. There was a KGB one, but yeah, that's the that's the East Germany one where they they like, yeah, they want to defect or something, and, right? Yeah, yeah. So the bro- yeah, the brother wants to defect, but the uh, the the sister who's the violinist doesn't like she's not political she doesn't care about politics particularly mm-hmm. you know i don't i don't think she she doesn't like the politics of east germany but yeah. uh but i think she was more worried about her family back home right right that was that was her motivation yeah was just making sure that they were safe um that was that was a good episode and I, I like the whole idea of um, having asylum in embassies. Mm-hmm. I think that's a that's a fascinating, yeah, uh, storytelling technique. Vehicle. Yeah, I I agree. I think that's really cool. Yeah. It's like a neat thing to explore in a movie or a yeah. show or something. It kind of makes me want to go to an embassy somewhere. Yeah, and just like hang out, hang out, and be like so. Uh, bonjourno. Um, I can like chill here basically as long as I want, right? Yeah. And it's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> I I I saw the U.S. embassy uh, in Bratislava, Slovakia. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to go in. There was guards out there, but it was pretty cool. I was like, hey, it's America. You should have totally gone right up to one the of the street. guards and be like, yeah. "Let me in. I'm an American." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here's my passport. I promise. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Yeah, that was good stuff. And yeah, um, I'm just trying, I'm trying to think back. 
on uh, exactly the the scenario. So she goes to oh she she goes to the concert with um her one other buddy. Um, is it the, the mustache? Doctor? It's not no. the doctor. It's the mustache adventurer guy. Oh, okay, he was yeah. in the he was in the archaeology. Yeah, 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 episode. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't I think of his name. name, but uh, um, so she hangs out with with him, and then um, she has that the other friend who turns out he's like the the British spy. Mm-hmm. And he uh, sets everything in motion for for the episode. Yeah. Um, you know, I think you know just to to echo an observation that I had talking about the show before. You you really see how how formulaic the show is, and even the even though they're putting her in different scenarios every week. It's still pretty much the same thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean? It, and, it it is the the if you drew the plot of a show in a line on a graph, it would follow the same pattern almost right, every time. Right, and the, and really the 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 primary variations are just simply the setting, and then figuring out how they're yeah. going to resolve it. Yeah. And and along those lines, again, leverage, which I mentioned last time, uh, I was mm-hmm. watching an episode of that with my mother last week. Mm-hmm. And um, she said, uh, she goes, you know, these writers are really, really smart for this show. And mm-hmm. she had, her point was a good one. Which was essentially that for any shows that are procedurals for solving mysteries or solving whatever scenario happens mm-hmm. to be the case, the the writers do have to be smart enough to write the, you know, to basically it's like, I don't know how they do it, but I would imagine... Well, they have to write the mystery every, have to write every the, single time. Well, yeah, they have to write. They have to write the mystery. But it's it's like, I I wonder if they write the resolution, like before and then they, figure right, yeah. and then figure out well how okay here's what happens at the end. Yeah. Now let's write the middle and the beginning. I think though. I mean, I, I wonder that too. But I think a lot of times, um, and even in like Murder She Wrote, and pretty much a lot of these is that. It just make it. It's not actually as complicated as it seems because it's stretched out over twenty minutes. Like this episode with of murder, she wrote crossed up. Um, was like she overheard a hitman and so did somebody else. A hitman and the guy that was talking about the murder and so did somebody else. So then they eliminated the hitman and murdered the person themselves. Like it's not that convoluted. You know, like, so it just kind of, it it makes it really, because half the episode is figuring out who the suspect is, you know, so that takes up a good chunk of time. Like, 
I mean, it's not like it's like a crazy Sherlock Holmes mystery every time, you know, like something on um, like the BBC show Sherlock, but those episodes are like an hour and a half long or whatever, you know, like these are really short. So they're really not, they're really not, if you just kind of take out all the like fluff around everything, they're not that complicated of mysteries, you know, I mean, Murder, She Wrote isn't, but also like Monk isn't really that complicated, you know, like it's just the, the entertaining part is watching the person figure it, figure it out, you know? Right. You know what? You're, you're actually, you actually make an excellent point with, with this show in particular is it's not super complicated, uh-uh. um, but it still takes, I don't know. I think, I think the people who write this stuff are, I feel like they're way smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it would take a lot of work yeah. to figure that out, especially yeah. make them creative every time. Right. And like, because, you know, for the most part, crimes that happen are pretty similar, you know, like crimes of passion or whatever. And like crimes, like a thief breaks in and kills somebody and like that kind of stuff happens every day. And it's not that exciting because it's pretty repetitive. So they have to come up with these like different things. Which I feel like that's a that's even more difficult for something like that takes place in a city instead of where Murder She Wrote. I mean, it's it makes it a little easy because she can go to all these weird places, and like that alone makes it interesting. Like the archaeology one is interesting because it's on an archaeological dig. You know, it's not like that exciting of a murder. So. The ones that take place in the same area all the time, that could be really tricky. I feel like that would be that would be hard to write. Right. For sure. Definitely. And and even though I say, well, you know, yeah, it's kind of the same thing every week, they still do a really good job, especially in this show, of still make it making it fun and interesting every week. Right. Um There were very few of of all the ones we watched there were very few where I called the killer. There was maybe one where I think I got it right, yeah, immediately, because they they do an excellent job of of masking, yeah, because they have that thing too where I mean we t- again we talked about it last week, but how they do they they do such a good job of making everyone seem like a suspect, right? That it is hard to pick out. Who, uh, yeah, who who the actual killer might be, and they do a good job of having Jessica Fletcher be like, "Oh, I think I know," and then it like cuts to a different thing, and you don't actually hear her explain her thoughts. <laughs> like it's like you can't hear she she thinks a lot of it. She's thinking it, and you don't get to like you don't get to find out what she's thinking until she tests the theory. You know, so like you're not really on the same page as her as much as like some, you know, some like when you read a book, you know, you know what Harry Potter's thinking the whole time. Cause he's the narrow, he's, you know, he's the person that it's from his point of view or, you know, usually it, it always has some sort of Harry Potter element to it. Like, you know what he's thinking, whatever with this stuff, you don't have that element so you really only know what actions she does and what she says out loud but you know that a lot of times she hints that she has an idea but she doesn't actually like say it on camera right you know yeah which i think prolongs it a lot Mm -hmm. Mm because 
as an audience, like you don't get to hear the genius's thought process at all. Right. Until yeah. the end. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it really is, it really is a classic show. Yeah. There's so, there's so much to like about it on so many different levels. And, uh, I mean, I, I would recommend it to, to anybody. Yeah. Um, you know, Honestly, any anybody? Well, maybe not everybody, but anybody who would I, who would appreciate the show, um, despite the fact that at this point in 2014, it does look a little bit dated. I yeah, mean, obviously, is you know, TVs change so much. I mean, clearly, anything set in the mid 80s is going to seem dated compared to now. Yeah, but I honestly don't get when people think that it's like it's like goofy. I don't see it as that really. I mean, I don't see it as some sort of like mark of genius, but I see it as like just regular TV. Like it doesn't it doesn't seem any weirder than Law and Order, you know? I mean, it's basically the same level, you know. I th- I think it's I think it's a much better show than a lot of people probably give it credit for. In terms of it's not, uh, you know, I've had had a couple people say or joke about this show thinking like, oh, it's, you know, that's like for old people. This is an old people show. Yeah. And because it was on CBS in the 80s or whatever, you know. Yeah. But no, I think I think it's better. It's better than that generalization Mm -hmm. that gets made about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did I did like the uh uh the accounting episode where they go to New York City and uh you know Grady's at his job and uh there's the dude that lives in the walls. <laughs> I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. I like that. I didn't I didn't rewatch this one, which is why I've been avoiding talking about it. But yeah, I mean No, that's fine. I mean there's not a whole lot uh uh, special to to say about it. I just wanted than... people to watch another Grady episode. Yeah, yeah. See, see. I think Grady. I think this is. Uh, I like this little controversy between you and I. Yeah, where I'm, it is I'm, funny. I'm, I'm I'm Camp Grady. You yeah, and your Camp I, I, Sheriff. I like Sheriff. I think yeah, he's Team funny. Grady. I think he's an idiot. He's just a doofus. He's, 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 he's not picking up what the ladies are putting down. Yeah, he doesn't That's pick up sure. what anybody puts down. He's like the guy. He's like your donut. dude on OK Cupid. <laughs> yeah, you got to keep your talking points on point, Grady. Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah, he he's a little bit aloof. Yeah. Well, you know, if I think to to wrap up the conversation about murder, she wrote, if I were to ever meet Angela Lansbury, I think the thing that I would tell her is that I really enjoyed her work on this and I think that she should be proud of it. Yeah. I would say that right after I hug her and ask her where she gets her hair done. Yeah. Yeah. And I would tell her that she's wonderful. Mm-hmm. You kind of wonder what she thinks about this show. Cause I, you, did you... I feel like she owns it. She, she does. She owns this character like so hardcore. Well, you know, they were talking about rebooting it. Oh my! And she oh was my. like, "Yeah, no, that's not a good idea. You shouldn't do that." 
No, why would you? First of all, I mean, there's plenty of crime shows that already already exist. Castle is essentially a reboot of Murder, She Wrote. I mean, except for that he works with the police officially. And she didn't ever officially work with police. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like a modern day Murder, She Wrote. Um, so yeah, I mean, that would be a dumb idea, but how much would I love to just talk to Angela Lansbury about the show? I would love to know what it was like, what her thoughts were, how much she liked the character. Like I would, I would really totally want to know that. I just think that if we're going to be done talking about murder, she wrote, the one thing I want to say is just. I really do think that, like, if I were to list, and this is probably really, uh, a lot of intelligent people are going to think that I'm an idiot. Maybe I don't know. I don't know why I think that, but I feel like if I were to list some of my favorite characters of all time, that Jessica Fletcher would be on that list. And I and I honestly like sincerely mean it because I think she's a great character. No, I I know you do, and she I she doesn't have a lot of depth. I guess I don't know. I. I think she does. <laughs> she I doesn't like have a lot of superficial depth. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I totally, I completely understand why you would feel that about the character. Yeah. I mean, she's an excellent role model for for anybody, really. Yeah. I just but think she's a good character because few, she's different. You know, yeah, she's different. And... She t- she takes all of the all of the tropes of of uh, mystery solvers and really uh, just kind of turns it on it turns it on its ear. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, totally. I'm with you. Cool. Jessica well, you can Fletcher's stand next great. to me when I say that, and yes. somebody laughs at me in my no. face. I'll punch him. Good. You hold him. You hold him. I'll punch him. Okay. No, I'm totally with you, and uh, I'm really glad that we took that we took time on the show the last three episodes, yeah, to uh, to talk about the series because it is 100% nerd novice approved and nerd novice worthy. Oh yeah, totally. We should get bumper stickers, dude. Um, well, we should reveal our secret for yes. our next series that we're going to talk about yeah so we're going to stay on the solving mysteries yeah theme and this time it's going to have a little uh little science fiction bend to it yes (laughs) yeah yeah i think a lot of people are wondering when we're going to do this show right it's been requested. We're, oh, it's been requested. Yeah, it has. It has. We're excited. Uh, X-Files. I can't wait. So I'm, I'm excited to, to share this show with you. Now, I will be the first to admit that I haven't seen every single episode. Me neither. I've this seen, is an adventure. Yeah. I don't even know, like, I don't even know the big reveal stuff on X-Files at all. Yeah. Honestly, I don't. Because when I was, when it was out. I was a pansy, and it scared me. Well, you were busy buffing it. Well, no, back then, no, I wasn't. Mm-mm. 
Oh, that's I, right. You were. I late. didn't buff it till later. That's right. That's right. No, I was a late bloomer with that. I I didn't watch like serious TV shows ever. I just I felt like they were. I don't know. I I wasn't interested. I was more interested in like cartoons, which is fine. Um. Anyway, I. I feel like really excited that we're actually we're both going to be nerd novices with with X Files, and everybody else is going to be the experts because everyone knows X Files. I feel like except for me and you. Yeah, I've seen. Uh, how many seasons did it go? I think like I don't eight, know eight seasons maybe. Yeah, and I saw probably all of the first three seasons. I think I saw and all then the it first trailed season. off for me. Yeah, I saw like one and a half seasons, or maybe more than one and a half. But yeah, I I haven't gone beyond the second. There is some crazy stuff. I'm not going to lie. There were a few episodes that made me uncomfortable, like freaked out, freaked out. So this will be interesting. It's like I'm not into horror movies at all, and the show kind of like like touches the line a little bit sometimes Right. Yeah. for me. Yeah, no, there's there's some creepy, some very not like creepy scary stuff. but creepy. Yeah. yeah, and there's a lot of good thoughtful uh, aspects of it too, where uh, uh, Scully is constantly weighing her religious convictions with right. science and with mm-hmm. her job, and, and so that makes it supernatural. Yeah, and I just want to believe Megan. I know. It just, I want to the believe. The truth is out there. It is. It is. And, uh, yeah, there's lots, lots of cool stuff. So this what we're going to do for, for next week is just very simply watch the first, uh, first episode. Mm-hmm. And let me see how they have that on, uh, how they have it broken down on, Netflix because to be honest I can't even remember if it's uh if it's like a two-parter or what the deal is so yeah I'm just gonna take a quick look because yeah I don't want to I don't want to tell people like oh just watch the first episode when you actually need to watch here I'm on Netflix already yeah here um pilot oh you know what oh okay here's here's what we will do actually is you got to watch the first two episodes. Yeah. 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 You get the pilot and then Deep Throat. Yeah. Because Deep Deep Throat is crucial to uh the remaining uh right. mythos of the of the show. Right. So watch those, watch Pilot and Deep Throat. And there's so many things to talk about with this show. Oh my god, uh, I am so I excited. Wait. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm well. I already watched season one, so I'm gonna probably binge watch again just so I can mm-hmm. be in the in the zone. Good deal. Oh man. Okay, this will be right. fun. I'm so excited for the future of Nerd Novice and for X Files. Yes, it's gonna Me be too. awesome. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for joining us and uh, X File it up. Yep. X files, files for your ex. <laughs> I'm gonna have an X file eventually here. It's gonna happen. Oh well, I'm gonna yeah. <laughs> oh, <sighs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I am totally going to sing my hilarious uh, X-Files theme song words that I made up when I was in seventh grade, by the way. Okay. So that'll happen next time. Ooh, tease. So look forward to it. You yeah. won't believe what Megan sings next week on the Nerd truth, Novice. <laughs> the truth will be out there. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> bye, everybody. Okay, bye. Bye.